0: And then I I, uh, tickled myself this morning um, coming up. Don't say that. You're going
1: to say it a different way. Don't say that.
0: So I... uh... Hey, howdy, hey. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Mike's Monday Jams. Um, Today we're going to be talking about Ride Like the Wind by the Rock Titan, Christopher Cross. Woo! Let's get it. You just got a snippet of a, a wonderful, wonderful Yacht Rock song. Um, this will be the Monday Jam for Monday, July 31st. Um, so let's get into it a little bit. Um, Chris Cross, um, he is from Texas, um, and this this song came out on his first uh, debut album. That was a self-titled album, um, Christopher Cross. Um, okay. Yeah, no, crazy, right? Yeah. You know? Um, I feel like when bands or artists do that, it's because, you know, option one they have or just starting out have no idea what to name the thing, or two they're like so full of themselves or so in their own element that they think that like that's their best piece of work and so they gotta name it after themselves.
1: I feel like it's because they're not famous yet, and if they make the album their name, then their name gets out there twice as much.
0: That could also work. You I know, think it's a
1: marketing tactic.
0: I mean, folks at home, take your pick. I don't know. It could be all three, but yeah. I've I've heard of the the first two being used before though. But I don't know if I if I was you know just coming on the scene, I don't even know what I'd want to name my thing. So it's probably smart to just name it after yourself. You're right. Just get the name out. So yeah, yeah. comes out end of uh, 1979, just uh, as as the world turns into 1980. Um, Wow. Uh, wow. I know. Crazy. Um, but he, you know, in the midst of what is now known as pretty much like peak yacht rock era. And for the folks at home who are unfamiliar with this <laughs> subgenre. Um, That is, I feel.
1: If you're unfamiliar with it, get it together. Yeah, for real. I think real. that might be a you problem, not a not a us problem. Yeah,
0: you got a homework assignment. Go go look up a yacht rock uh, playlist, and it's still you know it's still summertime. It's still extremely mm-hmm. hot outside, so it's a perfect time to listen to some yacht rock. But it you know it characterizes and encompasses those '70s and '80s soft rock tunes mm-hmm. that you're easy you're,
1: listening, as they say.
0: Yes, that's your. Um, nearby boomers and um adults love to listen to um it's it's the whole back in my day kind of genre um but it's characterized by you know very soft rock like emma said very very easy listening um and just kind of go with the flow like
1: but like it also feels like you could you know be drinking a a nice frozen beverage on a boat
0: yeah and there you know there's a sunset you know it's just you kind of you ride off into um, into the sunset on on the waves and in the high seas.
1: I have a yacht rock thought. Yeah. Why is Jimmy Buffett not yacht rock? Uh,
0: that's he's, actually a really good question.
1: He's not yacht rock. He's a different genre because I think he leans a little more country than that. But like all of like the characteristics of yacht rock, I think would also apply to Jimmy Buffett. I mean, Margaritaville came out in the late seventies, and it's very much about drinking a frozen drink on a boat or perhaps a beach. But it, and and it's tropical sounding.
0: Maybe it's like one of those things. Um... Some Jimmy Buffett is yacht rock, but not all yacht rock is Jimmy Buffett. Maybe I don't know. I've I don't never think I've,
1: any Jimmy Buffett is yacht rock.
0: That's that's a good point. I don't know if I've ever seen it on any playlists or no, even on the I think XM you, channel.
1: If it was gonna be yacht rock, though, if you're gonna you know pick some Jimmy Buffett to be yacht rock, it would have to be Margaritaville. I don't oh know. yeah. I mean, Margaritaville has its own channel, you know, on XM. It's its own genre I guess, but it's not a subgenre of yacht rock even though they have I think they have similar ideals. Similar values, yacht rock and Jimmy Buffett. But yeah. I guess they just really don't cross.
0: Maybe, you know, it's just Jimmy Buffett is southern yacht rock, you know.
1: I guess yeah. It is it is more southern.
0: But anyway, we sorry, digress, sorry. you know, side note there. Just um, thinking about Jimmy Buffett. How could know. you not? I mean
1: How could I not? <laughs>
0: Always on the mind, um, absolutely, James Buffett. <laughs> but uh, no, so yeah, rock is typically characterized by those you know '70s and '80s soft rock tunes that kind of have some sort of jazz inspiration to them. Um, and you you definitely pick that up on on this song, Ride like the wind. Um, it's a very melodic song. There's a lot of I don't want to say movements because there's not it's not no. different movements. There's just a lot of lead ins, lead outs, a lot of really strong melodies, a lot of really strong counter melodies, some melodies that start off as melodies that become counter melodies. It's it's a very musically interesting song.
1: might even say waves,
0: currents, whoa. undertow, far out man, tide, maybe not, whoa yeah. playing into the Yacht Rock theme.
1: Yeah, very nautical.
0: But yeah, um, Crisscross, Cross, he pretty much like experienced some you know overnight success it's very quick his his rise to power was, power was was his rise to yacht rock power was extremely extremely quick um because like i said this was his first album and it i think resulted in four singles if i'm not mistaken um the first one you you probably know very well and if you don't you probably is like one of those things you don't recognize by name but then if you you know threw it on you'd you know exactly what what i'm talking about like
1: ashley furniture home store or something and
0: that's the song sailing which is arguably the quintessential yacht rock song definitely in the
1: in the mount rushmore of yacht rock
0: i mean the freaking title is sailing oh yeah i get it oh yeah yeah I mean, it really quintessential yacht rock song. Um,
1: Yeah, yacht rock,
0: Mount Rushmore for sure. For sure, for sure. But we wanted to pick this one, um, not just to be different or anything. But we we got a a couple of reasons here for this one, Um, just because you know it it definitely is a a very awesome awesome tune. Um, And like I said, lots of melodies, lots of interesting things going on. Mm Um, like the piano that comes in at the beginning, you know, the den starts off as you think is the melody, but then by the time the chorus starts, you know, obviously his voice is the melody, mm-hmm. but that becomes kind of the answer to the melody, what which is very interesting.
1: What about his, his voice in this song, babe?
0: um So Emma's asking that question because <laughs> the other day a Criss Cross song came on the XM channel, and we were listening to it. We're driving down the road, and it sounded his voice sometimes if you go look at his his other discography his um his other songs it can sound a little feminine like and so um i didn't recognize it at first and so i just like lean over to emma or i was like focused on the road and i wasn't looking at the the little title thing and i was like who is this woman singing i just no idea and then all of a sudden it's no it's just Cross, so um but I don't I don't think well, it's Christopher Cross. It is Christopher Cross. Because Chris
1: Cross sings that song, uh, jump. With it and he wears his clothes backwards.
0: That's right. Jump, jump.
1: Jump, jump.
0: So I apologize. Very different. Apologize to Christopher. Um, yeah,
1: very different than Christopher Cross. Right. And I think Christopher Cross wears his wears his clothes right side, <laughs> right side <laughs>
0: front. You know, all the pictures I've seen of him. Yeah, I think,
1: he looks regularly clothed.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so that's that's an apology. Apolo- all apologies to my good friend Christopher Cross, if you're listening, <laughs> of course. Um, but no, he experienced immediate success. And here's here's a fun fact for you for you. E. He mm-hmm. actually. Um, at the nineteen eighty Grammys, won all four general category awards. So I'm talking. Whoa. Um, ch- 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 he record won of record Game. of the year, album of the year, song, song of, of the Maybe. year, and best new artist of the year. Wow. And that queen that was sweep, queen, as they would say on GMM. Queen sweep. And do you know the next time that was replicated?
1: Oh, let me think. Um. Was it by our podcast, Mike's Monday Jams?
0: Yes, correct.
1: Oh, okay, let me get a real guess.
0: Yeah, it's it's a uh, twenty years from now. That's when it will be happening. <laughs> <radical. laughs> Got to speak um, it into existence. Is, Got to validate ourselves.
1: Was it, ourselves. Um, was it um, Lady Gaga? Uh,
0: I wish that would be a, a better better result than what I'm about to tell you.
1: From uh, fame?
0: Yeah, I wish.
1: Um. Um. What? So, is it somebody we don't like? Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Oh, uh, was it Billy Eyelash?
0: It was William Eyelash. <laughs> um, so, for folks at home, me and I are not the biggest fans of.
1: Bored me tears.
0: Um, but you know, we are, we are appreciators of all music and we are not in the business of yacking anybody's yum. We just, Yuck. it's just yucking, yacking. <laughs> it's I'm not same, yacking anybody, it's bro. It's the same thing.
1: It's not.
0: Um, but we're not in the business of yucking anybody's yum. Yeah. If you um, want
1: to enjoy it, go ahead. Just please don't have me in the car while you do it.
0: <laughs> Retweet. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's just one of those things. It's just not for, not for us. But you know, if you if you love William Ilyash or you know, <laughs> Billy Eilish, you you keep on keeping on, and that's your thing. Because you know, heaven forbid, there might be some people out there that don't like yacht rock. But you know, just
1: that's a them problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but nevertheless, yeah, it took almost forty years for that feat to be replicated at the I would Grammys. I never
1: thought there was something you know Christopher Cross and, and Billy Eilish had in common.
0: Right. And so I don't, I don't think it's been done since, you know, William Eyelash mm-hmm. in 2020. But, um, yeah, almost almost 40 years. And very he, he was the first to do it. So if you're ever on some music trivia and you're like, oh, I got the question. Who, you know, was the first person to win all four general categories at the Grammys? Guess what? It was Christopher Cross. That's very interesting. It was our Monday jam. But, um, yeah, Yacht Rock Titan. Um, and the song, you know... I think is better than sailing um, for a myriad of reasons not to you know crap on sailing in any way shape or form this is just one that I prefer over it Um, it's more musically interesting to me but you know you're just listening along you're like man this sounds really good how can it get any better boom Michael McDonald get the feature from another Yacht Rock Titan Mr. (laughs) Michael McDonald the one and only Um, of course Michael McDonald had uh, had his presence with the Dewey Brothers, had a lot of solo work as well, um, but a lot of his stuff is considered, you know, amongst the I mean, maybe Rock. not Mount or the Mount Rushmore of Yacht Rock, but it would it would be up there. I Think it would.
1: Yeah, I think. Well, I think um, I do think um, I think that What a Fool Believes could be on the Mount Rushmore with Sailing and definitely the Pina Colada song. I don't oh, know what him. would be number four.
0: I mean I think I know what would be number four on your Mount Rushmore of Yacht Rock. Rich Girl oh. by Holland Oaks. Oh my god,
1: jam. I like I, I mean I really enjoy it, but I don't know if it's That's, I think I think quintessential Yacht rock like has that one sound to it and like the, the <laughs> and I don't know. Or it like has to be tropical. Yeah, and Hall and Oates sound like themselves and it's not ritual's not tropical.
0: Daryl Hall and John Oates some more Titans there, but um, So yeah, you get you get that bonus feature from Michael McDonald and sure does he only say such a long way to go? Um, about like six times in the song, but can you know... I do my rendition? Oh, please
1: Such a long way to go
0: Perfect. I actually thought Michael McDonald was in the room. there Oh my for god. Sam. No, it was me where did he go
1: (laughs) oh my god it was me babe
0: no way (laughs) crazy um so yeah you get the extra feature um and it's a surprise it's not something that you just see in the title you know it's just like oh wow it's it's michael mcdonald Mm -hmm. so that's fun um and another fun fact about this album is that it was one of the first albums to be digitally recorded so like recording equipment that was digital instead of analog. So
1: well, we're recording this podcast analog. So yeah,
0: we've got the the tape in a yeah. short supply here, but we keep it running. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one of the first digitally recorded albums. Um, talked about the melodies, um, and then another surprise of the song. Um, you know, you think Christopher Cross. You hear his voice. You hear this easygoing music. You're like, oh, is this, is this all this guy is? Just just a voice and a, and a funny looking hat sometimes it's like no because by the end of the song he absolutely shreds in this outro solo and you're like that must be somebody else no it is Christopher Cross himself can you believe it
1: I'm shook
0: for the folks at home if you take a listen to the song li- literally focus on that on that uh, outro oh, solo I mean I it he absolutely shreds so check it out for sure um, he's actually so good at guitar that in the late '70s, as he was, you know, ascending to power, um, other yacht rock titans, um, Donald Fagan and Walter Becker, um, the two creative minds of Steely Dan, actually asked Christopher Cross to come play some guitar work on some of their albums. And you know what? He declined.
1: Why did he say no?
0: Uh, I think it had to do with money, but also. Um, For the folks at home, Donald Fagan and Walter Becker, the the Titans of Steely Dan, were um notorious for making their session players um do like an absurd no, not get naked. Oh okay. Making them do like an absurd amount of takes. So they have like, you know, they've been known to like make guitarists do like a solo you know, upwards of a 100 times, and then they well, pick, like, the 12th one, you know? Well,
1: this so, is our 300th take of this podcast today. I know. Because of you, you've made me do it.
0: Yeah, it's, like, 4 a.m. I'm about to have to <laughs> get ready for work, you a little bit. Shoot. But, um, yeah, so it, they're in the same vein of, like, Stanley Kubrick or Ooh. some of those directors that um, really push their um, their clients to um, their wits' end. For pig. Um, for, yeah, for for Peg, which is an excellent song, so don't you song, dare but crap does on it, it.
1: Take that long to make out.
0: Well, so they you were just Peg. I mean they were they were perfectionists. They cared more about how their sound sounded um, for the lack of a better term in the studio than it did on the stage. So they were very much about perfecting their work. And so hmm. I think it had to do with money, but then also, Christopher Cross didn't so, want to play yeah, a solo 100 times. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a, an interesting fact when doing some research. Um, and then I, I uh, tickled myself this morning um, coming up. <laughs> don't say that.
1: You're going to say it a different way. Don't say
0: so I, uh, this morning I really, I really humored myself by coming up with a, a hypothetical scenario involving um, Christopher Cross. Um, oh. So imagine. Was he in your dream? No, like he...
1: Shohei Otani was in mine. No, Christopher oh, okay. Cross was not in my dream. Okay.
0: But a um, picture this: you're you're Christopher Cross, and you're like one of your cousins who you rarely know, like invites you to their wedding or something, and you're like not looking forward to it because you're like, ugh, I know he's just inviting me because you know it's family or whatever, and like, ugh. So you're Christopher Cross. You go to the wedding. You're like, fine, I'll I'll boost the wedding with my presence, you know. So the ceremony happens, great, it's beautiful. Um, then the reception starts. You know everybody's eaten, ate, um, and all of a sudden DJ comes out and dance party starts. Um, you know the the floor is absolutely jumping and crisscross. He's not Christopher Cross. He's not. You know he's kind of chilling in the corner and kind of minding his own business. You know he doesn't really want to be there. Then all of a sudden the cha cha slide comes on. <laughs> And you know whoever Christopher crosses is with is like, dude, you got to come out here and do this. Like, it's mandatory. Everybody in the building does the cha-cha slide right now, right? And he's like, "Ugh, fine." You know, he's had a couple beverages. He's loosened up a little. Sure, he goes to the dance floor. So you know, he's to the left. Take it back now, y'all. He's making it through the hops. He's making uh-huh. it through the cha-chas. It's and not then, that hard. and then all of a sudden, the DJ says, "Chris Cross." <sighs> And he thinks his name oh, is being man. called out. And he's like, oh, my God.
1: This could what? also happen to Crisscross the rapper. It
0: could. So I, I, <laughs> I chuckled myself this morning thinking of that hypothetical scenario. That's something, you know, you would encounter, like, on Family Guy or watching Family Guy or something, some sort of hypothetical yeah. scenario. Would you like, like South invite Christopher
1: Cross to our wedding?
0: I would love to. I mean, All
1: right, I'll put him on the list.
0: If he could come do a live rendition of sailing for us. Oh, yeah. I my think mother that would, would love that. I think that would really um kick off our He could sing the Arthur's summer.
1: theme and it could be our first dance.
0: Yeah. We have perfect. a
1: very eighties wedding.
0: Yeah. I mean, which I think is, you know, subconsciously what we may be going for in the back of our heads, maybe ever so slightly. I Is mean, have one, you seen the playlist we're trying to put together? As
1: the one who's planning our wedding, I don't know if I would agree.
0: I don't know. More, maybe not so so much overtly, but maybe covertly or maybe like vibes in essence. When did
1: Epcot open? Did Epcot open in the 80s? I think it uh,
0: did. I do think, yeah.
1: Well, we have epcot a wedding.
0: But yeah, take, take a look at our, our wedding playlist next time. There's a lot of 80s tunes on there. But we, we fit the, the 80s vibe. I mean, yeah. so...
1: We're children of children of the '80s.
0: Precisely. So anyway, but yeah, I mean, I just chuck- I really chuckled myself by thinking of that hypothetical that scenario involving um, Christopher Cross, um, but he's also super well connected. Okay, so oh. if LinkedIn was around in 1979. Christopher Cross would Definitely have, 500 he would have over 500 plus. I bet he'd be a premium user too. And here's why I say this. So not only does this album feature, you know, Michael McDonald for the, you know, the one line he repeats over and over, mm-hmm. it features Larry Carlton, um, who was a guitar session player who did a lot for Steely Dan, um, most notably um, the Kid Charlemagne solo, which um, folks at home, you got some more homework. That's another awesome guitar solo. But then JD Souther, who you don't recognize by name, but he wrote a bunch. He was like one of the Eagles' like main writing partners, especially in the in the beginning of their career. Um, And drumroll, please, Mr. Don Henley. Can you believe ( compete) it? And that's just that isn't even you know the tip of the iceberg. There's so much, so many other folks who were featured on this on this record. So. Christopher Cross was well-connected since 1979,
1: so. Right at the beginning.
0: Very, very respectable, very respectable guy.
1: You know, we talk all the time now, me and you, about artists who seem to suddenly be famous. It's like suddenly everyone's like, this is, the, I mean, I mean there's an icon, Ice Spice. I guess maybe Christopher Cross was the Ice Spice of the end of the 70s. Suddenly yeah, he's famous and everybody wants to play with him. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like, who the hell is Ice Spice? But I might have been like, who the hell is Christopher Cross?
0: Exactly. I'm still not 100% sure I know who Ice Spice is. I mean, I didn't even know what she looked like the other day. We were talking about her. I had to look her up. But, yeah. I mean, go go off, Ice Spice, if you're listening to this. You know, keep keep I don't your... don't
1: think that she is.
0: Okay, well, you know, just <laughs> go off. go 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 on about your bad self. <laughs> um okay so that that concludes our analysis of ride like the wind so be sure to be sure to check it out because it's pretty awesome well no well what what's your what's your lady take on it miss miss e
1: oh my lady take i i really i enjoy this song like i said i i am a big fan of yacht rock i have the yacht rock channel favorited on my xm list in my car and um you know, I really, the vibes of Yacht Rock are great. I like easy listening. I like, I love, I have 70s on 7 on my playlist too. Um, so I like all this stuff. And like we were saying earlier, like, I mean, Rich Girl, Rich Girl's one of my Fotes. If we rem- we all remember at home what Fotes means, right? If favorite of all time. Rich Girl's probably in my top 10 favorite songs of all time. Um... And it's I, I love I love all yacht rock, so I like this song too at all It does I, I will say yacht rock does all blend together like you're listening to the channel sometimes you're like, oh been it's been three songs um because it, it all is relatively similar um so I really like all of it. There's only a few songs on Yacht rock. I'm like, no um this is certainly not one of them. so my lady take is is a plus
0: lovely, lovely um. I actually recently told you um, to ride like the wind, like Christopher Cross, um, while you were at the airport last week. Um, yeah, which you had some misadventures with.
1: Yeah, um, it was a horrible, horrible day for me uh, in in American Airlines. American Airlines, if you're listening, I'm still pissed. Um, just so you know.
0: But you can make it up to us by sponsoring a future episode. Yeah, Thanks. yeah,
1: no, I love you. I, I would, I would be very pro American Airlines if you gave us a sponsorship. You know, I don't know if y'all sponsor podcasts, <laughs> but might uh, <laughs> might be looking more towards like you know Manscaped or Honey or something. Um, but yeah, I uh, I uh, had to had to go home for uh, you know a, a home event, and I flew home and uh, back to Memphis, Tennessee, and I was flying back and, um, I had to fly through Charlotte to get up here to Connecticut, uh, the Hartford Airport, and, um, my flight in Memphis kept getting delayed because there was a storm, but my flight in Charlotte was also getting delayed, so it wasn't, like, that big of a deal, (laughs) and we were supposed to go see Oppenheimer that night, so the only concern I was really having was, like, we have to make it to this movie. Um, and just a lot of act- a lot of things had compounded. Um, There's there a water issue at home. I wasn't able to take a shower, so I felt gross. I'm stuck on this plane, you know. Now I'm like, well, I can't shower before the movie. We gotta go straight to the movie, we already had the tickets. But finally we take off in Charlotte, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make it there. We can just go straight from the airport to the movie. It won't be a big deal. And then like, we're like, the flight's only supposed to be like an hour and 20 minutes. And it's like been an hour and a half. And you know, they said prepare for landing like 30 minutes ago. We're in, like not landing realized, like, and there's this huge storm, super turbulent, it's a really bad flight, um, really uncomfortable. The poor little girl in front of me got sick, which, you know, I felt really bad for her because, like, I was, I was with her. It was not a pleasant flight, but, um, then it stank. It was just really bad. And then the pilot's like, yo, so sorry, um, we've been circling the Hartford Airport hoping to be able to land, um, but because of the storm, we can't, we're going to Boston. So then I ended up landing in Boston
0: and um. so i'm like on the ground in hartford and i like a typical dad have like a flight tracker app <laughs> and i'm like watching her plane like dance around the map for a second and then all of a sudden it starts to like drift away and i was like what the heck and so she bought the in-flight wi-fi to to text us I text
1: that, an so i'm like i'm going to freaking boston <laughs>
0: And I was like, "That's not fair! You're gonna be there in like 20 minutes. You got a, a decent head start." It take for those at home, it takes two hours to get to Boston from Hartford. So I had to, I had to really step on it to to get there. But yeah,
1: I, um, so then I landed in Boston, and there was a monsoon, and it took us two hours to get back. So I was supposed to be back here at two o'clock, and we did not get home until almost midnight. Um, so I did not really ride like the wind. I rode like the wind all the way to Boston, uh, which was not my destination.
0: Yes, um, hands down the worst rain I've ever driven through, but it was kind of cool, it was kind of crazy, like, we're, you know, driving through middle of nowhere Massachusetts slash Connecticut and, like, some of the lightning that was occurring, it, it was, was cool. it was awesome.
1: I was in tears.
0: No, it was like I the, don't
1: think I would have been in tears if I hadn't had the day that I had.
0: I mean, it was, like, mostly a lot of cloud-to-cloud lightning, like, yeah. you know, just really illuminating the sky, so it was kind of eerie. Um, but it was really cool. I mean, it was very frequent, and it was literally lighting up the sky. So
1: It was cool. I was just...
0: But I, equally I was, terrifying. I was
1: just unhappy in general.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we even tried to, you know find something fun to do in Boston, but it just He's becomes... like, well, let's,
1: let's make it up. Let's go do something fun. It's like, by the time he was able to get to me, because the, the tunnel to the Logan Airport is close, like, you have to take the tea out of there. So, I'm out of there. I'm stuck at the train that the train station. Some dude with blue teeth is following me around. I'm like, oh, my God. And it's monsooning. I'm like, we to go home.
0: Yeah, by that time, it was like 9 p.m. <laughs> and also, the whole world was, was in Boston crazy. last Friday. I, I couldn't get it. I was like, what? let me just
1: buy a hotel. I was like, I do not want to drive home. Like, let me just get a hotel. No hotels for thirty five miles.
0: No, it was thirty
1: five miles.
0: It was crazy, but we made it home, so oh, that not. that was good. But yeah, that was uh, that was your ride like the wind story, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have any Emma's everyday jams of the week that you're um, that you're claiming for this week?
1: You know, I know last week I said you know Freedom Like You would probably be it again, but um, I've actually you know returned to one of your previous Monday jams. Um, from pre-podcast Mike's Monday Jam. Um, and I've just been, I cannot stop listening to Mad Season by Matchbox Twenty. Oh, we, we really love Matchbox 20. We really love pop rocks. Uh, it's its own special genre. Um, we, seen- we can
0: get to that in another episode. Yeah, Don't yeah.
1: worry. We, we've seen Matchbox 20 twice this summer. It was um, within the kin- span
0: of uh, four days. Yep,
1: and I tried to convince Mike to go again for a third time. She did. It was <laughs> it was unsuccessful. <laughs> it was a little. It was you know. Mike's like, we have seen them twice. I'm like, and well, they I don't, love
0: they, them. They don't change up the set list at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been jamming out to Mad season, and it slaps. It's good. It's really good. Beep,
0: beep, 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 Okay, anyway, so now we're going to get into some of the honorable mentions of the week. Um, they're going to be more in the lines of the Yacht Rock um, um, world of, of tunes. And so the first one that I have, I gotta I've got to give Steely Dan some credit. We're going to we'll be looking at Josie um, from their Aja album. Check it out. It's awesome. When you- Next up on the honorable mention list, um, you know, we we featured he got featured in, in *Ride Like the Wind*, so it's only fitting that um, we we articulate some of his work. Um, check out *I Keep Forgetting* by Michael McDonald.
1: If this is what's real, if this is-
0: And last but not least, it would end up, I think, on um, my Yacht Rock, Mount Rushmore, um, and that's How Long by Ace.
1: How long this on? How
0: long this been- okay, and before we close this out, you want to get into any major or minor chords that you've had this week?
1: Um, well, starting out with the minor chord, um, it's definitely the story that I told y'all earlier about my horrible flight experience.
0: It was going to be one of mine as well. It was, it was (laughs) was bad and I didn't even have to be on the plane.
1: It was, the whole day was just absolutely tremendously awful. I even had a terrible burrito at the Charlotte airport that I thought Mm. was going to be good. Um, it was just really bad all around. Um, Also,
0: Massachusetts, fix your roads. Jeez. Some of the worst roads I've ever driven on. Oh gosh,
1: it was bad. Um, and... Um, but but aside from that, I'm a more f- um, that's humorous now as well. It's not humorous at the time, but kind of kind of funny minor chord. Right before we filmed this, I decided to go to the first spin class of my life, um, <laughs> and I was the only person there. And uh, the sweet girl teaching it, shout her out. She was a queen. Um, Do you remember her name? Natalie.
0: Shouts out Natalie from Quinnipiac
1: <laughs> <laughs> Natalie popped off, Recreation Center. I, I was trying to really keep it together, but I thought at the beginning there was a chance that I was going to pass away before mm-hmm. the end of the class um, but I made it and by the end I was I was popping off with her and, and I felt really cool afterwards that I did it but were I, you
0: were you writing like the wind work, i was riding like the
1: way i really actually was not um i was probably going a lot slower than her um but i fought, but i i made it and i didn't die and that was that was huge um but in the Massive moment at the, the at the beginning i was like seven minutes in <laughs> and i was like this is 45 minutes long what if i die mm-hmm. but i did it i was fine i did it um mm. uh, my butt hurts real bad
0: <laughs> ouch wonderful Any, anything major
1: oh, oh my major chord yes um my major chord is that this uh you know last week we talked about it being mike's birthday week um but sorry y'all this is not magic and we do have to film it um early and so as we're filming right now it still has not yet been his birthday crazy and you know yeah um but for his birthday this weekend we're going to manhattan and i'm very excited to go to manhattan and, in new york
0: city yes and
1: we're gonna see Dirk bentley uh, the night before in uh middle of nowhere uh farther out in new york and then we're gonna go in on saturday morning and we have i have lots of fun activities planned and it's gonna be a great day a great weekend and it's gonna be really fun so i'm very excited about it it's wait. a little more of a roll tide than a major chord because it's what i'm excited about but you know
0: wait we're gonna see Dirk bentley
1: yeah it's such a surprise you have no
0: idea wonderful wonderful i would you know echo your minor chord um i'm just <laughs> glad i didn't have to to get on the plane with you because i know that would have accentuated the minorness of the chord but um <laughs> it was still pretty pretty awful it to drive back bad. It so was pretty bad. and it really y'all the night really went south <laughs> like we were talking about this like it went south like within the span of like 15 minutes like <laughs> it was, like, it was like, like
1: one minute i'm like okay we're really like gonna go to San, Am- San Adams tap room it's gonna be fun the next minute i'm like i'm sobbing in the rain and there's a homeless person
0: yeah no coming it, after me but it's funny because like we both felt the <laughs> it was very the was, night turn it was a
1: it was a snap
0: but like you know we weren't together yeah. so it was
1: the lord flipped a switch on us
0: for real but nevertheless um i would say major um i can now exercise again um (laughs) i think my body is now 100% used to the fact that it no longer has an appendix so (laughs) i've you know that went on my first run of you know i think almost two months of not doing it Mm -hmm. um like a month and a half really yeah um, you know, because we were getting ready to move, and then I had to get joy, and then I had the Wakava, you know, all that. But um,
1: another time that Yacht Rock was part of our life when you got your appendix taken out, you were doped up on drugs in the ER in the middle of the night, and you were like, well, what if we sang yacht rock that would make it better so we started singing the pina colada song
0: oh we sang valerie steve winwood oh that would definitely <laughs> we were, be on my yacht rock mount rushmore we were Fantastic singing yacht song. rock
1: in the er to try to make it less unpleasant absolutely so <laughs> i hadn't slept at all mike's like on drugs
0: you know the expression time heals all wounds that's not really what they mean they mean yacht rock heals yeah. all wounds
1: time spent listening to yacht rock
0: Correct, you heard it. You heard that here first. Um, but nevertheless, um, yeah, I can run again, which is which is pretty nice. Big and time. Um, and I think this will be a collective major chord um, that you didn't mention, but um, we we both respectively saw the Barbie movie um, oh, with yes. in separate company, um, which was pretty awesome. Um, yes,
1: I really liked. I, it. I didn't know
0: what to expect, and I should have known better because Greta Gerwig's a pretty awesome director, but. Um, it was goofy. It was a nice story. And I'd, it's
1: empowering.
0: Yeah, I, Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was good. Checked out I really for sure. Liked it. But yeah, when I went to see the Barbie movie, I saw some, some old friends from my internship last year. And, you know, I never thought I'd see those people in person, like ever again. Like I like loosely, you know, kept up with some of them. Um, throughout the year here and there just by like the occasional text and whatnot. Um, but you know it's one of those things where you like leave that person and it's like dang I'll probably never see them again which <laughs> is like kind of sad to think about but then it was like wow I, I saw them again yeah. so that was pretty cool you know life is life can be life can be fun in that way so um, that was definitely a major chord for sure
1: and push is in the Barbie movie <laughs> yeah. related to my everyday jam for sure, Matchbox to Push by Matchbox 20. Spoiler alert is in the Barbie movie. God,
0: we're really doing a lot of free advertising here. I mean, <laughs> some, some folks need to really, really sponsor us, but nevertheless, <laughs> um, that's going to do it for this week. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week as we transition into August 2023. And you know, pretty soon, hopefully, it'll. It'll get a lot less hotter where you are, or maybe it'll get more hotter, because typically in Memphis, where we're from, it usually peaks in August, but you know, <laughs> with the fall is is knocking at the door, so get excited for that. But...
1: I, can, I can smell the leaves candle, I can taste the pumpkin spice, <laughs> and I can hear in the distance college game day. Poetic. I can hear big and rich.
0: Wow. You just gave me chills from across the <laughs> line nevertheless um hope you enjoyed the episode um go listen to some yacht rock and um, be good to one another but thanks
1: bye